this is this, it, man. This is the maiden voyage of this thing. All right. Maiden, maiden voyage of the SS Titanic. Here All we right. go. Well, let's not hope that. Or the SS Minnow. <laughs> there you that, go. Yeah, that, that'd be bad too. So, yeah, uh, I guess we, we should start by introducing yourse- ourselves. I'm Ollie, uh, Ollie Drayon. I'm a uh, professor at Millersville University. And um, you're Scott, right? I am. I remain. <laughs> you remain I am a Scott. Scott. I am a faculty member at Penn State University. And, and, uh, and we're both in science education ish i mean we kind of have like yeah. our work crosses different domains so it's kind of hard to put us in the, put a pin in one area right right so. yeah we think about teaching and we think about science and we think about technology um and we often think about the intersection of those things in different configurations and i i worked i've worked a lot in online teaching for the last decade mm-hmm. and uh and it's what's what's kind of funny is that i'm um, not funny not funny, haha. But um, <laughs> is that I always talked about the like the zombie apocalypse, right? Like the zombie apocalypse that that we are a zombie apocalypse away from needing mass online learning, and not that I ever thought that we'd actually see zombies walking in the streets, but um, but 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 pandemics are a lot like zombie apocalypse, right? I wasn't yeah. thinking. I wasn't thinking global pandemic. Pandemic. Who thought about global pandemics, right? Yeah. So, so here we are. Here we are enjoying that. Yeah, and so our background is as science teachers. We we're both science teachers, K to twelve mm-hmm. science teachers at, at some point, right? And yep. And now we're we're preparing science teachers, and and I, I would say that what what prompted this conversation and this podcast, right, is this mm-hmm. um, the the questions you and I have gotten from people we've worked with and people we know is like, what does this look like? And yeah. that. And, and the, this being, what does is, what is science teaching look like? Like, how do we think about science teaching in the context of, uh, you know, remote learning and, a, and this, this sort of pandemification of, of education? And, you, you know, just obviously- that word up? You just made yeah, that word up. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, be, yeah a, I couldn't yeah. say it, but you did it. Well, nice, nice, I, nice. I could, I could have called it a problem tunity. Right. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to try it. Pandemification. Nailed it. Yeah. Nice. Nailed it. First yeah. time. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, especially for science, which is so focused on like inter- getting kids to interact with the world, like physically, like, you know, the term hands-on, I tend to think of as being associated with science back yeah. in the day, you know, and it got other, other disciplines use it too. But, um, but, you know, science is about that stuff. Like, right. It's about doing, the, it's about like yeah. experiencing science. Yeah. So what does that look like when what you're experiencing is, like this thing, this zoom zooming. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I've gotten emails and I've had conversations with people who are like, I don't know what this is going to look like. And, and I think we, a lot of teachers, science teachers, you know, sort of navigated the spring sort of, you know, kind of survived the spring. And mm-hmm. now they're staring down the fall and just saying, I don't know now where I'm actually being plan- I have to plan to do this what that's going to look like, especially from like labs, especially from like, you know, experiential learning, inquiry, mm-hmm. all those things that, you know, we really push as, as science teachers. Um, what does that look like? And even like discourse, what does that look like? You know? Oh, I just lost your sound. Oh, Oh, now you're back. All right. Rock and roll. There. Yeah. So 
What's in the show is in the show though. So What's just in the going. show is in the show. Yeah. So like, what does all of this look like? And, and it's the easy solution is just like, well, let's move it online. And, you know, and it's not that at all. Cause the thing that we do as science teachers is so captured in those moments where like the light bulbs go off and, and we challenge those misconceptions that students have, you know, they, they're thinking one way and then, you know, they're thinking a different way. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think the point there that you're making is that, you know, when we think about good science teaching, science, good science teaching is about getting kids to talk to each other and explain their ideas. And what, it, like, it seems like that would be easy. Oh, we'll just put that online. Like kids will just talk to each other and it'll be fine. But of course that, that isn't the way it works. And so how do we think about structuring that that talk, that student talk in a way that's really productive and leads to the kind of conversations that we want to hear kids having um, that we, we see in the, in the regular classroom when they're face to face, but how do we translate that into, into this new environment? And the, and the most troubling part for me is that if you look at the news and you see the things online and social media, good science instruction and good science learning is more critical now than ever before for sure right and how science and how evidence is brought to bear on conversations like mm -hmm. i can't tell you how many social media conversations occur where i just like want to say but that's not what the data says and that's right and it's it's i mean science plays by different rules and and it's not a you know it's not fear-based it's it's more objective than that. And I think mm -hmm. that we, you know, and how we build understanding is different than just opinion. And yeah. it's more critical now than ever before. And we are like a lot of the tools of our trade are sort of been pulled away from us. And so I guess that's the whole thing with this, this podcast or this idea that we have is we're going to frame some questions and try to answer them. And, and we don't have the answers, right? Or you, you do, wait, right? Wait, wait, what? We don't uh, have the answers. I thought that I thought was the you, whole plan. I thought you had the answers. I, that's I thought I was, you had the answers. Uh, well, I think that the, the plan here is just to kind of bring light to, to bear on the, the darkness, right? I, I just said that, yeah. Um, yeah and at it's least I try to, I know, it's really deep. <laughs> Thanks. Um, well, at least try to bring some, you know, bring the difficulty into the light, right? And just to be able to talk a little bit about some of the challenges that people are experiencing and some ideas for some solutions. Not that we have the answers, but maybe, you know, help generate some of the answers or like spark them. That's my thought. I don't know, unless you have them. You have all the yeah. answers, Scott. Yes. Well, we both had that class, right? That you get after you get your PhD where they give you all the answers, right? Yeah. So that's, and, the, that's the great thing. Yeah, you have that, to. That they, yeah. don't, they don't tell you about until after you get it. Right. <laughs> you now know everything about everything. Wow. So it's perfect. Yeah. So yeah, we're well situated for this. So we're going to, we, we've generated a set of questions that we think might be interesting to have conversations about. And uh, maybe as this thing develops, uh, if we actually, oh, here's the bell tower. Um, yeah. So S S Scott right now is recording from a remote location in which they, uh, they mark the quarter hour and a half an hour every time with bells. And so yeah. you just, you just heard that there for a second. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. I know. Um, 
Yeah. So I think, you know, I, what I was saying is as this thing develops into whatever it's going to develop into, maybe we'll start fielding questions from people that actually are, are either contacting us for other reasons or are contacting us because they've heard some of these and they are interested in talking with us or hearing about uh, what we think about things. And, and I think at least initially we're, when we were doing sort of the planning for this, we talked about maybe, you know, depending on the nature of the conversation, maybe bringing some other people into the conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, we have, we have tons of friends who are smart yeah. people who uh, you have a ton of friends. Uh, no, no. I was going to say that <laughs> I have a very small number of friends, but I know a lot of smart people. Right. So, well, we both uh, know that. And yeah. So that's the, that's the plan. We're going to talk some of the things we've generated, some just of like ideas. And we're talking about questioning, like discourse and, and questioning and what that looks like in, in online remote learning and what do simulations look like? I mean, that's a, a and demonstrations, like how do we do that? And labs, you know, that's a, yeah. that's a challenge. And right. Yeah. I mean, how do, how do we, you know, because when we think about science teaching, what we think about is explaining phenomenon in the world. Right. So right. how do we get kids access to those phenomena so that they can be in to explain them? Like, what do we put in front of them? You know, what do we do that through data? Do, do we do that through computational simulations and models? Do we do that through, you know, actual, you know, physical materials that we somehow distribute? So I think thinking about that and, and how to, how to think through what the phenomenon is and how we give kids access to it. I think that's an incredibly important part of this whole process of thinking about science teaching online or remote. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the other things too, is I think we've got to think um, about these sort of, you know, you're increasingly seeing, at least at my university, I'm sure at yours, these like, there are different models, right? They're trying to roll out different instructional models. There's face-to-face, -face, which we sort of know what that looks like. There's hybrid, which we sort of knew what that looked like until now. And now it's become a much more complicated idea. Absolutely. And then there's, you know, remote and then there's online. So those are at least four big buckets that have already been sort of parsed out by a lot of, you know, universities that are trying to figure out how to solve this situation um so but it's going to get a lot more finer grained than that because you know the way schools are figuring out like oh are we going to meet with um half the kids in the morning half the kids in the afternoon are we going to do it every other day are we going to only do it some i mean they're trying to figure out all these questions about you know organizing instructional time in really interesting ways yeah, the, the, the easy way to split that up was, you know, synchronous, asynchronous, online, face-to-face. Right. -face. And now it's the, you know, all of those potential cross-sections of that is just, and you're, you're right, we're going to see different, um, different ways that plays out. And that's going to create all sorts of challenges. And, and that's the point of the conversation we're having. And this is the first, first stab at it, right? Yeah. What this what this conversation is going to be, and you know, what do we do as science teachers, and what our role is as as teachers of, yeah, it's a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge, and um, you know, we're going to try and beyond the fact that we're focused on science, we're going to try and cast the net broadly. So even though you and I both have backgrounds in secondary education, we're going to try and think about, you know, K pre-k maybe even, but certainly K to twelve. Like, how do we think about what little kids can do? Um, yeah. Because uh, that's that's a hard that's a hard thing to solve now too. So um, there's lots of lots of interesting questions. Yeah, hmm. and and we we don't necessarily have all the answers, but and this and 
this may be a very short-lived podcast because while they may have, uh, you know, the virus, we might have a, you know, a vaccine tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen because <laughs> but, science is awesome. Yeah. And therefore, yeah. But yeah, it, it may be short-lived, but it may, it may pivot, right? I mean, we may see that there are reasons to continue this conversation in new directions, but, um, but I think we're seeing this conversation came out of what we both saw as in a pretty immediate need. And this seemed like a way to quickly, to sort of quick and dirty way to get things out there about the thinking that we've been doing about this um, so that maybe we can help people think through some of these problems. Absolutely. So that sort of sets the stage of what at least we're thinking about doing over the next uh, handful of episodes or, you know, whatever, however many we have yeah. in mind. We'll see. Next 10 years. Something yes. Like that. Right. Yeah. And yeah, we don't even have a name for this thing. No, but, but that'll evolve. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But, it can't, uh, can't be the Scott and Ollie show, right? No. Or the Ollie and Scott show. Neither of those really works. So no, it's got to be. It's uh, not catchy. No. Uh, yeah. We can't call it the Invisible College podcast. So. <laughs> well, that would be fine. That would be a fine idea. That's yeah. a fine idea. Yeah. That's an inside joke right there. Yeah. That, that's right. Uh, that's, you know, that's, it's inside baseball right there. Inside Woo. baseball. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so that's. That's, I think, the the stuff for this week. And then uh, we agreed that what we do – well, you explained. It was your idea. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I love podcasts. Uh, this is the first effort at making one, but I listen to so many on a regular basis. Like when, when I actually was driving to campus, my commute was about 45, 50 minutes a day, and I would just listen to podcasts there. I'd listen to podcasts – when I worked out. And so I probably subscribed to like, maybe, you know, at any point, like 12 to 15 podcasts regularly. And one of my favorites uh, uses this recommendation at the end. So it's like someone gives a recommendation on something that brings them joy. And mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily even have to be about the topic of the conversation, but um, just something that brings them joy. So my recommendation right now is, is the, uh, the TV show Chopped. I'll say this is the thing that 100% of the time brings me joy. Um, it's just, I, and so if you're not familiar, uh, each week um, on Chopped, it's a Food Network show. It's a competition show. Um, and with, without sports, I have to have some sort of, you know, vice. Competitive thing. I'm watching food competition shows instead of baseball. Uh, yeah, I know. Tough life. Right. Um, so each week they get a basket. They get this mysterious basket and, you know, they open it up and they have to make something from whatever's in the basket. And there's always some wild card in there. Some sort of, you know, they pull out like, I don't know, like, you know, a smoked ham face or something right. i don't know fruit loops fruit loops right yeah. Or, yeah something crazy and then they have yeah. to make something with a assembly of all that all that stuff and uh as i'm thinking about it now i think it's a, actually a pretty good metaphor for what we do as teachers right we don't oh. know we we uncover right ah, nice. and, Look at you. and and i know and we do the best that we can with the stuff that we have and and try to be as creative as possible. So that was yep. on the fly right there, Scott. Right. Drops you just, you just compared students to smoked ham face. <laughs> that was, that was pretty awesome. Know, that's not even a thing. Is it? Uh, well, it is face? now. It is. <laughs> so you, People are Googling smoked ham face. Yeah. 
Ah, Smoked great. ham face. All right. So chopped is your, is your That's recommendation. my recommendation. It brings me joy. Okay. All right. So I'm going to recommend since I, I too am a, am a devotee of podcasts. I have, I, I don't even know how many I have. I probably have 30 or 40 that I subscribe to. And I, I listen to way, I, I listen to way too many. And then a lot of them just sit there and don't get listened to, or they get binged in bits. But um, one that I've been listening to that I really have been loving lately is um, Michael Lewis, who wrote um, The Big Short and Moneyball, has a podcast called Against the Rules. It's awesome. And uh, it's awesome. So he, they're in season two, and the first season was all about referees um, and how referees play a role in society. So he took referees to be broad, broadly basically anybody who enforces rules. Um, and this this uh, season is all about coaches yeah. and the last couple have really just uh, got me thinking about, cause they, they're, I, I have this, um, you know, I mean, coaching and teaching have a lot in common with each other. Um, and so some of the stuff he's talking about when he's, he's talking about the, you know, coaches really gets me thinking about teaching. And, um, and so m- most recently, um, this one that he was doing uh, got me thinking about that. You know, we have this classic metaphor in in education that there's like the stage and the stage and the guide on the side, and I, and I was struggling why I never really liked that because I don't really like it. Um, and and I think because it still implies that the teacher's role is to do a lot of the work, right? They're the guide, even if they're the guide on the side, they're still doing a lot of the work because they're guiding. And I want teachers to guide, but I'm trying to think, I was trying to think of a better metaphor. And it struck me when I was listening to Michael Lewis that really um, coaching is a much better metaphor for the way that I would think about science teaching because coaches don't play the game. Coaches help the players learn how to play the game and they watch them while they're playing the game and they give them advice when they come out uh, and when they go back in. But, but I'm, I'm much more interested in science being about kids playing the game, which is to say kids doing science, just being there to coach them on it, not, not provide the explanations, not tell them what, what the answers are, but to be a coach. And I, so I, I, I don't know that metaphor will probably break down, but, but uh, right now I like that metaphor a lot more than, than uh, guide on the side, because I think really the important thing about the coach as a metaphor is that you do not play the game right? So ultimately, you're not the player, your job is to support the players in playing the game. Yeah, that season, this season two of that is just so rich. There's just covers so much territory. And like, have you finished the season? Uh, No, I haven't done. Okay, I've been because the last one kind of, you know, it breaks me up a little bit. So I uh, good stuff. And it's interesting, because both of our recommendations without any like real intention, we brought it back to teaching. And it's just how we think, right? That's right. It's the way we operate in the world, right? We turn everything into something about teaching. But that's okay. That's good. It is good. Yeah. So that sort of wraps up uh, episode one of this so far unnamed podcast. Unnamed podcast. Uh, and uh, you know, in the words of Jesse Thorne, every great uh, pi- uh, every great host has a signature sign-off, and and there it that's is. His, that's his, and I can't steal it from him because that one's too awesome. But I feel like we need uh, you know a signature sign-off, so we'll work on that. Yeah, that's we'll put a pin in that. We'll break that down on put, our to-do put list. Put a pin in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll add it to our to our Google Doc. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this is well, this is fun, and we'll uh, see you next week and try to have a conversation about something cool and interesting. And then about science teaching. Yeah, absolutely. So come back next week. Yeah.
Hope to see we'll that. We'll be here. Yeah, we will be. <laughs> Hopefully, you you will not be getting dings in the background with the quarter hour, half an hour. Although it sounds no, pretty hopefully cool. that's a one, that's, that's a one time thing. Pretty fancy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's totally fancy. <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. See you next week. Yep. See you next week.